Hello, everybody. Glad that uh, you can join me for another episode here on the Vibe Network. The Digital Vibe Network. That's what I call it. <laughs> it's where you um, hmm, learn, grow, and strategize. Not just your business, but your life. Because life, there is no work-life balance. You know, there is no work-life balance. It's just life. It's just life. So, um, guess what I did? I relaunched. Relaunched, yes. Yes, I did. Relaunched my uh, YouTube channel. So, you may, uh, you may want to check it out and see uh, what's going on there. Because it's all about learning to uh, grow, strategize, and impact your life in a positive, inspirational way. And uh, like I say with anything else, um, my intention is to inspire you. It is to motivate you. It is to get you to make a decision about how you want your life to be. I'm, it's not a forcible thing. I'm not trying to make a decision for you. That's yours. I believe every choice that, uh, that we make in life, every single choice we make in life, especially the ones that causes us to transform are the most critical choices we'll ever make. Most of the time, when you when you see situations and you look at them and say, oh my God, why is you know, this happening to me? Why is this happening in my life? Well, have you ever had your paradigm shifted? That's what it's about. That's what this show is about. It's about a paradigm shift. Get you to shift your thinking from limited to unlimited beliefs from being a apathetic person in the way that you think to an edge walker living on the edge. The beauty of living on the edge is I tell you, you when you get to the other side, or as some people call it, the other side of fear, then your life is it's, it's, it's unbelievably different. It has to be. It has to be. It's, it's, a, it's a process, it takes time. But the more that you work on this thing called your most important job, which is your life, wow, the results will be great. But it all starts with you, it really does. So um, I said I was gonna do something last time, I was gonna share with you um, someone that made an impact in my life, one of my favorite mentors. And as a matter of fact, it was kind of uh, crazy good that I really got in touch with her. And uh, her name, of course, is Marcia Sinatar. Do what you love and the money will follow, as well as her new book called Joyful in the Silence, The Making of a Casual American Contemplative. So it's her story. And if you want to purchase any of those books, you can visit the website at uh, Digital Vibe. Net. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me think about what. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> is that my. Yeah. www.digitalvibenetwork.com. That is my site. That is where um, you can go and purchase her book. But uh, I met. Yes. She. You see, this, will, this is what's so. When you are in sync with who you are in your being and uh, your self-actualized 
your life changes magically. It's a lot of work, but boy, your life is not the same. So going from going from one end of the spectrum to the other, to living on the edge, it is a peaceful, joyful, happy, um, positive life that keeps you smiling all day long. It's pretty contagious though, it is. Um, so then, oh yeah. So of course I have this vision for my life and these, uh, they, they start to fall into place. So if you understand what a vision is and, 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 and all of these things like that, and you, as an entrepreneur, you're the, you're the creator of the vision, right? You, you, you come up with these ideas and this vision for what you want your life to be like. This is the same thing like this. Imagine what your life would be like if you're living on the apathetic side of life. Imagine what your life would be like if you made a decision to, to recreate your life and then live a life worth living. You can, the power's in your hands. You can recreate. Every time you make a choice that you don't like, you can make another choice to make a decision to rechoose. So, but anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, so this, so then I, I reached out to her. I was like, I came back to her book because every quarter I listened I said every quarter, I made a commitment to myself that every quarter I was going to read a book that I've already read. And um, I said, because those are the books that really laid the foundation for me. So I came back to her book, but it, she had a podcast. And so I was listening, of course, being a podcaster, and I listened to podcasts a lot. And she had a podcast, and then her podcast was like, oh, wow, I get to hear Marcia Sinatar, okay? And so I'm listening to her 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 life story over and over and over and over. I was just it was soaking it in, you know, just being drenched with it because that is exactly what I needed. That was the remedy I needed again. Because sometimes life you can get, you know, off the edge and your life is divided in some way because either you compartmentalize your life or the world compartmentalizes it for you. That is why you have to do this nurturing yourself every day, not just taking off for the holidays or after the Monday through Friday work week or just on the weekends or just on the weekends, like the Sunday. No, this is an everyday thing. And the more that you practice it, the better your chance for that life that you want to happen. So I went back to that book, started reading it, then a podcast. I said, wow, it, I just soaked it up in my soul, in my heart. It was like, oh, it was good. It really was. And then, and then what I did, I, 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 I said, what if something told me, what if I reached out to Marcia Senator and said something, but then I kind of held back. I second guess myself. So then I said, oh, I did it about a week or two later. I said, no, let me, let me contact my, you know, Marsha Senator. I wonder if she's still alive. I don't know. I didn't want to do it because I thought she was not living anymore. I didn't know. But, uh, I emailed her on her website and guess what? I got back a response. Oh my God. And I freaked out because it was all it was saying to me that you are so whole 
you are so self-actualized. It was saying thank you to her for doing what she's done in her life. I was saying thank you to her. And doing a book like that that impacted my life, that was one of the four books that impacted my life. That's why I revisit those books every quarter, one, you know, one each quarter. That book, Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow, if there's one book you read this year or for your entire life, read that one book. That book will transform your life. It will. That's a guarantee. It will. It does. It does. So um, you can purchase it, like I said, on my website, as well as her other book. So uh, she asked me, as a matter of fact, to mention this on social media. So I said, without question, I will do that. I will do that because her mentorship It's been something great in my life. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I could not do it. Let me say it that way. So it's like somebody, somebody asking me, somebody who's 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 done something in this world, in their life, to impact the world in 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 in, in the way that they have, and to ask me. I humbly accepted and said, "Yes, honey. There is no way I wouldn't do it, gladly." So both of her books. Do What You Love. She has other books too. But uh, when you visit my website, you'll see both of those available. Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow and Joyful in the Silence, which is her autobiography. So if you want to get to know more about Marcia Sinatar, get that book, Joyful in the Silence. And uh, Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow. Life Transforming. Here we are in 2022. You, did you say New Year, New You? Perfect book. So check it out when you visit the website. You know where to go. So let's go right into this show. Um, we're gonna we're gonna discuss five clues to uncover what you don't know. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For I am not practicing what I would like to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate the Apostle Paul. Interesting. Sometimes the things we want to do, the right things we know to do, we don't do them. You wonder why? Limited beliefs. Limited beliefs can surface in every area of your life. Some of them give many clues about the root cause, and some of them are so hidden that you will likely not be able to find them without a close friend, a mentor, or a coach helping you to uncover them. So before you try to uh, find limited beliefs, you need to recognize two things. First, recognize that you don't know everything. Choose humility. Because when you choose humility, it free it frees up your mind. Your mind becomes open. If you are unwilling to question your current beliefs, you will not be able to deconstruct any limiting beliefs you might have. Second, remember that you are doing your best with what you have. We'll dig into this a little more later. But for now, don't feel guilty if you find a whole series of limited beliefs holding you back. 
because there's a bunch. The more you recognize reality without wallowing in shame or self-pity, the easier it is to move forward. Remember, your beliefs do not determine your worth. Remember that. They don't. It just means that you have a belief system of beliefs that have been passed on and remain in your psyche and your subconscious, but that does not undermine who you are. The areas you will find limited beliefs are as varied as you are. Your life mission, your personal health, your business, your relationships, your finances, your spirituality, your sexuality, and so on. So following our five clues, let me give you five clues in areas where you may have been limiting your belief system and didn't even know it. That's the thing about it, limited beliefs. You don't ever know. You never know. And all of a sudden you find yourself thinking a certain way and you didn't know where that came from. Hmm. So check this out. Have you ever noticed this? First clue. Where you feel as if your power is limited. There's a limited belief there. If at the end of the day, when you are really hard pressed, you know that you have a better you, yet for whatever reason, no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you promise yourself, no matter how hard you work, you just can't seem to grow. If you have any area in your life where you continually do what you don't want to do, you probably have a limited belief that is holding you back. You might even have a layered set of a few different beliefs limiting you in that very area. This layering happens over time when you continually try to break free of a limited belief, yet you fall back and you fail, causing you to uh, build reasons why you are stuck. And then the limited belief piles up till it becomes a mountain. And then you have to uh, tackle that mountain in your life. So, for example, uh, one of the things that I've had, um, oh, here, here's one of the things that I've learned to do. So let's say, um, for example, in my personal health, I had to uh, let go of a few things in my health that were not very healthy for me. Um, I used to eat a lot of red meat. That was a personal thing for me. That was years ago, years ago. And I thought that eating beef, not red meat, but beef, whatever, was the best thing, you know, was pretty tasty. But as I found out, um, mm -mm, it didn't do that. It actually caused more problems for me by eating it because it slows your digestive system. And when it does that, that's not a good thing because that, you know, your system is supposed to, you know, do what it's supposed to do each and every day. So that kind of food slowed my digestive tract and in doing so it did other things. So I said, um, I decided to stop. And when I stopped, I stopped. So that was a little bit of a struggle at one time. And, um, oh, here was another one. As, 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 as you, you know, when you, when you are living in your 40s and your 60s, between, not 40 and 60, your body changes, right? So sometimes you have this thing called muscle tension and your body starts to change dramatically. So um, when you do that, what happens is your body starts to change so much that the things that you used to be able to do, you no longer can do. 
or at least not do it quite the way that you used to do it. So that happens to all of us. But personally for me, it was one of those things, well, I used to be able to do that. And, you know, I struggled with accepting that because I was able to do that. And then I wasn't able to do that anymore. I was able to like do a lot of push-ups, exercise, weights, and all these different things. Well, like I said, I'm going to be authentic and real with you and honest and vulnerable and everything else like that. <laughs> so I was struggling with that at one time. And I said, oh, my gosh, this is not going to this is not going to work for me. It was like I had a little bit of a time accepting it. And I did. But I limited myself by that doing that, too. So that's done. That's finished. That's over with. So you know what? When I got over that. That was just a limiting belief telling you you couldn't do certain things, but you, you could do them, but not in the same way. I do my push-ups still, yeah. Yes, I do push-ups. I'm back on the, the push-up thing, <laughs> you know? But it was a gradual growing, going slowly. You know, but when I was used to hitting that thing and doing that, you know, doing those push-ups and doing a whole lot of them, that wasn't good for my body. My body said, uh-uh, we're not going to have that. Stop. Listen to your body, hear what it's saying. <laughs> so I stopped and listened to my body. I heard what it was saying and it said, you can't do this. And I didn't do, when I, when I didn't accept it, I, it caught me again. And I, I found myself, oh gosh, you're getting trapped in this sucker. So I got out of it. But my thinking was that I was able to do this before. Why can't I do it again? Well, the thing is, things change. And so you have to grow with the change. So I did that. So now, like I said, I'm back on it. So I, I, I you know, acceptance of who you are, you know? So that's what, you know, that those types of things are the things that can set in your mind that you think, oh yeah, well you can't do that anymore. Or it limits you. But accepting your reality, accepting who you are, and accepting yourself, that's what it was about for me. And then after that, the power was back, honey. I was good to go. So there was like, I was, I was like back on it. Second, where you feel deep fear or deep dif discomfort. When you are living a life on the edge and decide to give your greatest gift to the world, you will run into a very practical obstacle and you will run into very practical obstacles and need to take action steps when you feel uncomfortable. Because when you gradually go from apathetic to living on the edge, there's gonna be resistance. Oh yes, there is. Let me tell you, be warned, there always is, okay? <laughs> okay? Anyone driven by a deep mission will always face areas of discomfort and stretching. Let's say, for example, you want to build this great empire of a business that you want. You had dreams for it. What do you think that's going to take? It's going to take a whole of a, a heck of a lot of discomfort and a whole lot of stretching. You just don't get that expectation of that dream or that goal that you want and that desire. It just doesn't happen. Every time you try to move to that next stage, I guarantee you, you will be uncomfortable and you will be stretched. Doing what you love, the money will follow. That is a journey of stretching and discomfort, okay? That's what that's about. 
That's what I, because you're, you are about to take those limited beliefs that you have and they're about to be cut up. Okay. They're about to be destroyed. And then you become so different. It's like, you're not going to be able to recognize the old person, but you're going to have this temptation that's going to try to get you to go right back to the way that you were before into that comfort zone. However, a limiting belief will cause what should be a simple stretching of one's own comfort zone into something that's paralyzing. It'll make you feel uncomfortable at first, but that is the very time that you keep pressing on. When I started to, um, like I said, work out with the weights a couple years ago and different things I was doing, I couldn't do it the, you know, quite the way I wanted to. I stopped. I gave in. I didn't give in to, I said, I'm not, I'm done. <laughs> I wanted to go back to my comfort zone. Okay. And I went back to my comfort zone and it cost me every time you go back there, it's not good. And then I had to do it again. And then one more time. <laughs> oh my God, it's ridiculous. It paralyzes you. See, that's the dangerous thing of it. It can but now, you know, the, those days are gone. So, you know, <laughs> before addressing these limited beliefs, it is important to realize that you can go in one or two directions. Either you can dive into the discomfort or you can retreat. Retreat has many faces. Taking a path that's uh, less efficient, procrastination, busy, busy work, giving up on your dreams, taking a course, that will make you feel more un more comfortable. Sounds familiar? Hmm. You will face that resistance. You will face it, guaranteed. Whatever path of retreat you take, know that you're just postponing face facing your eventual growth and trading the discomfort of success to the discomfort of regret. I think I'll repeat that again. You know, there's an there's a opportunity cost. So when you choose the discomfort of success, you know what you're choosing? Because you're making a choice anyway. Either way, you're choosing something. So when you forego discomfort of success, you're choosing a discomfort of regret. And a lifetime of regret. That's why deconstructing limiting beliefs is so empowering. When we want to dive into the discomfort and push through, yet we find ourselves unable, we can recognize that the root of our discomfort is some type of limiting belief. We can then pull out our arsenal of deconstructing tools. We can go to work on dismantling what has been holding us back, and then we can break free into greatness. Want that? Third, you are comfortable, too comfortable. This isn't a, as obvious as the last two clues, so it can be more dangerous because it can sneak up on you like an insidious thing. Perhaps you don't perceive a genuine area where you feel any limiting of your power. You might say to yourself, I'm all good. I don't have any problems. Nothing's wrong. I'm doing okay, you know, I'm doing just fine. Everything's pretty well. Hmm, you hardly experience discomfort or fear. Hmm, that sounds like a great life, huh? But it must come with another truth. 
<laughs> hold up, hold up. You are holding your deepest gift and impact from others and perpetually avoiding offering your authentic self to the world. Do you know that's what you do? When you think that everything's pretty, you know, pretty good and you settle? Hmm. You're holding your deepest gifts away from yourself and from the world. You likely have subtle limiting beliefs keeping you stuck in the cult of comfort. Oh, it is a cult. It is a cult. Because there's a lot of people like that. At one point, you worked past your discomfort to get where you are. But the longer you settled, the more you became attached to your life mission and the more you got lulled by your current success of comfort. You didn't challenge yourself. You got complacent. You settled. As I call it, you settle in the land of Nod, the land of mediocrity. You settled. It's like, it's like, why settle for, if let's say if you have a business goal, 500,000, you, you said a million? Okay, let's go with a million. Why settle for a million when you can have 10 million? Why settle for 10 when you can have 20? You look for your health goals. Okay, here you are. All right, You're, you are trying to establish yourself as, as well, let, let me say it like this. Let's say, for example, you are trying to build something. Let's say you're trying to change your health. Okay, like I said, we talked about health. And you're trying to achieve this goal of losing weight. I always go with the losing weight. And you, you lose 10 pounds. Now, your goal was to lose 100, 100 right? It got a pretty difficult. You stopped after 10. You said, I'm not going to do this anymore. This is too hard. <sighs> you said, oh, I've achieved 10. I lost 10 pounds. And then you stopped there. And you said, I'm not going to do anymore. I'm, I'm pretty happy with 10. I don't need 100. But your body's telling you, yes, you do. <laughs> your body is telling you, yes, you do. Your health, your future, your, your, your people around you who are depending on you, they're saying 100. But you're saying, hey, 10 is good. I'm good for 10. Let's move on. That's the kind of dialogue you have in your head. Maybe you have a good job. Hmm. Maybe you don't really like your job. You're definitely not fulfilled with your job. But you're too comfortable to move on from that job to something better. Hmm. Or maybe you're so comfortable in your freedoms and smoothly running routine that you resist the rewards of being in a committed relationship or having children. Now, I won't comment on having children, but a committed relationship, you know, you know, when you have a problem with commitment, yeah, you know, I never had one. You, you know, when you, when you can't commit, because that's what some relationships are, the ones, you know, that are really, really have a strong foundation are based on being committed. If you're not committed to this, that, or the other, you can't be committed to anything else. Remember, like I said before, there's no work life. It's not separate. It's life. It's all one and the same. So if you're not committed in one area, you're not committed in the others. So, you know, having children, that's a choice, though. You, know, you ain't got to do that one. You don't really have to. It's totally up to you. 
<laughs> you know, that that's not that's neither a comfort or an uncomfortable thing. It's just a choice that you want. It's up to you. So truly living out of your deep core in order to give your greatest gift will always be accompanied by a degree of discomfort. Expect it. Living this way will inevitably expose limiting beliefs that will need to be worked through. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. But this is all part of the growth process. And that's what uh, this uh, network is all about, what I'm all about, what my brand is all about, and what I am about is about uh, growth. Learn and grow. In fact, some people choose comfort because they've attempted to move past their current limited beliefs without success and the cognitive dissonance within. But being trapped by fear and limited power eventually was too painful. So success is then something redefined because, it, like I said, it got too tough to lose those pounds. You said 10 pounds is good enough. The body said, your health said, maybe your doctor said 100 pounds. But you're saying, I can only do 10. So you have redefined to, to you 10 is a success when in actuality it was 100. So the 10 pounds is success in your mind. You redefined it as something that can easily be achieved. And then you got comfortable. And then what did you do? You settled because you believed that doing better is way too painful. So guess what this does? This in turn leads to what? A life of stagnation, erosion, and a loss of purpose. Now, let me say that again, because you may not think that's important. You may not think that's a big deal. But when you have a moment to sit down, not just listen to this podcast, but listen to yourself, look at what, you know, be mindful of where your life is at right now. You have an opportunity, opportunity every single day of your life. The universe is always speaking to you in some kind of way, shape or form to getting you to turn your life around. So if you start to come into this complacency, see the universe likes to shake things up. But when you resist the change of being shook up, then you resist an opportunity for growth. And this is what you lose. You lose life. You lose meaning. You lose purpose. You lose significance. You, you lose passion. You lose happiness. Is, 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 you know, come on. There's an opportunity cost to this when you choose against growth. The more you ignore this, the more you will lack the aliveness, the energy, and the depth required to, a, to live a fulfilled life. Wow. I can only say I can think of so many. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not just saying I've lived this stuff. I've seen this stuff. The more that you ignore, resist, the more you will lack the aliveness. You won't feel the aliveness, the passion, the energy, and the depth required to live a fulfilled life. If you stop at 10 pounds in your weight loss, that was your goal, and you settled for 10 when you were supposed to reach higher for 100 pounds, you no longer have the energy because you figured you settled. That's good for you. Then you become complacent, and then you fold your hands. And you say, that's good for me. 
that'll work. But you, you know what you lose? And I've seen it happen a million times. You lose your zest for life. Then your life becomes a routine, ritualistic. And you believe that the way that you're living is the way that you're supposed to be living in your mind. Because you didn't challenge yourself. You didn't challenge yourself. Life gave you an opportunity to change, but you resisted it. And you said to yourself, you know what? No thank you to the universe. No thank you to a better life. No thank you to aliveness, to energy, to purpose, to a fulfilled life. No thank you to love. No thank you to the greatest relationships you could have in your life. No thank you to opportunity and possibilities. That's what you said no thank you to. And the harder that this life of yours that you choose becomes harder and harder and harder, the more you detach from reality. And you know what's going to happen? The more you will hate yourself. I've said this a million times. You can go, you can go to, I always use that church thing, but you're more than a Bible verse, man. You are. You're more than just what's in there or just what somebody speaks or anybody says. Your life is more than that. And that is the reason why, yes, the spiritual side of you, but there's a practical. They both work together. You can't really appreciate the things that are so alive if you don't appreciate yourself. That's why, that's why, like I said, when I look, I'm inspired by other people. And because my life is alive and full of energy and full of purpose and full of passion, I'm able to, oh, yes, oh, yes. I'm just into what somebody else is doing as well as my own, okay, as well as my own. So you, you lose all that. So you have to have it inside of you. It has to be in your being because all the outside ways of it, all the outside um whether it's a movie, whether it's somebody, you know, sending you something or a poem or something you've read. That won't last long. That's not going to last long. It's just like I call it a turnstile. You go in, you come out. You go in, you come out. Because you don't have anything inside a foundation, a strong, solid awareness of yourself inside of your heart and your soul and your being. So you find it harder and harder to really enjoy life. It is actually much easier once you understand limited beliefs to live a full life rather than a half life. So consider, are these areas of your life where you are stuck in a comfortable rut, simply sitting back and being comfortable? Well, if that's you, you're probably being held back due to a limited belief. It's okay to be comfortable for a short season, okay? Not for life. <laughs> a short season could be a couple of months, maybe even a year, maybe two, but come on. When you're talking three, four, five, six, ten years, 20, 30, 40 years, uh-uh. No. Or if, this is, if this, or, or if this comfort is merely support for other areas of growth, but an entire life in a rut, an entire life, dangerous. 
Dangerous. Dangerous. Fourth, where you tell yourself stories. Often we tell ourselves a series of stories and excuses about our decisions in certain areas of our lives. Yeah, those stories you tell yourself, those lies. <laughs> the stories may try to explain why our hands are tied due to circumstances or somebody else's actions or choices. It's so much easier that way. We try to justify that in our mind. We tell ourselves all of this. We will tell ourselves stories in these areas even though we know that we didn't act out of our true and deep power. You can fool yourself. You know, you can keep fooling yourself. You know what you need to do. And when you tell yourself the story of, uh, you come up with the excuses and the reasons, well, because of this, because of that, because that person, that situation, because I can't, because this, that, every reason unimaginable because I'm not imagining them <laughs> these stories aren't doing us any favors when we have them you know that don't you they are feeding literally feeding limited beliefs particularly beliefs that limit our ability to interact with the world in an empowered way in an empowered way so consider this do you tell yourself victim stories about your relationship your work, your spiritual life, blaming others in a way that takes the responsibility off your shoulders. Then you sure you want to listen to this podcast? Because I'm about to take that chip off your shoulder every time you listen to this podcast. Do you blame others for your, your others for your lack of fulfillment in life? If so, you are likely covering up some limiting beliefs. I had people blame me for stuff and I didn't know I was nowhere on the I was nowhere on the scene. A victim story those those persons and people were telling themselves. Every excuse you have, every excuse you build up, they pile up, pile up and they go one after the next, after the next, after the next till you have a mountain, you've made a mountain a mohill, a mountain of mohill, I don't know. A mountain out of a mohill. Yes. <laughs> A mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, that's what you've done. Dangerous. Number five, where you look to externals to help you feel better. Oh, someday I'll have a great body. Someday I'll do work I love. Someday I'll be happy when I've found spiritual peace. Someday I'll find my perfect partner. Someday I'll be fulfilled when I have the finances to travel. Someday I'll be in heaven and escape this miserable earth. Let me read them again. Great body, the work I love. Happy when I've found a spiritual peace. Find my perfect partner. Be fulfilled when I have finances to travel. I'll be in heaven and escape the miserable earth. That last one. Someday I'll be in heaven and escape this miserable earth. Well, no. Let me tell you something. That's a limited belief. I don't care what anybody tells you. That's a limited belief. You can have an everyday, everyday, everyday living your 
best life every single day while you're on planet Earth. You don't have to wait until nothing. And that is that is one of the greatest misnomers. I call them misnomers, which they are limited beliefs that people have. That you have to wait until something happens. You have to wait until the world to change. You have to wait until something to be fulfilled, to be happy, to be doing work you love, to have a great body. Wait for what? It's on you. All of that is a trap. And it's a cyclical trap. You know, we see a huge chasm between where you are and the someday solution. We think something's wrong, so we stagnate in our dreaming, doing nothing, or we spend a lot of time and energy and money trying to fix it. I've been caught in this trap, though. Yes, I have. But I've been fighting. I fight. I drop my boundaries between my work, health, family, and relationships, and I convince myself. Okay? I drop every, every limited beliefs. I've dropped it all. Achieving my goals in one area of my life at the expense of other areas will sabotage me. You cannot neglect it. They're all one and the same. It's all one whole thing. That's why I said there's no work-life balance. There's just life. You cannot neglect one area and then you know, achieve on the other. They all come together. It's a total package. It's not just work and forget about health. It's not just health, forget about work. It's not just health and work and forget about family and relationships. It's all of those things. They work together. People think you can just take one and that's it. That's it. Work, that's it. Workaholic, workaholic. You know how many people I've met that are work, that's it for them. They don't work on nothing else. I can tell their attitude, the way they talk, the way they speak, their, their, what they say. So they didn't work on their spiritual or they didn't work on their, their personal lives and spiritual peace. They didn't work on that part. And it shows. Consider the business industry. Massive commercial markets are built around people expecting something external will cause them to feel better from sugary drinks, cigarettes, vacations, nice cars, illicit porn, bigger houses, weight loss pills. All of these externals are marketed with a promise to make us feel better. Hmm. The world is very good at compartmentalizing. It's a great marketing, great marketing scheme. But they all leave you with a lack of self-worth. Be careful about buying into those visions. It's a deep source of limited beliefs, which will drive your actions while simultaneously, you know what that'll do? It'll distract you from the present enjoyment of your life and dreams. Yep, commercials that make it easier for us to live and say, oh, you can have this, a get rich quick scheme. You can make a million dollars in a day. 
Heard that one? Or, 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 or wait a minute, here's, here's the one. Here's, here's, here's the weight loss. You can lose 100 pounds in a week. Yeah, you can kill yourself too. All these methods of instant gratification are no good for the body and the soul. They're just designed for instant gratification. It's not long-term. It doesn't satisfy. It doesn't satisfy. I really don't think I need to recap this particular episode, but it, it's a pretty good one. <laughs> you know, someday, someday, someday I'll have a great body. Someday I'll do work I love. Someday... I'll have spiritual peace. You're waiting for these to happen and they never will because you're looking for the outside source as a source of your solution. When it's all inside of you, you just have to work that thing. Mind, body, soul, spirit. All one. Not just your health, or your work life, just life, all of it. That is why the failure of so many, yes, they may, great, they may be great at work and what they do, but their family life is atrocious. I'm telling you, it's all tied in together. It's not just one piece over here. Over, it's not, it's not, it's not. <laughs> and when you fragment stuff, dangerous because it's all one and the same someday I'll be fulfilled someday 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 man you, you just don't want to do the work do you well that's what it takes to enjoy a fulfilled life it takes doing the work on yourself that you need to do The easy way out, the instant gratifications, those are easy to get sucked into. Once you get hooked on those, you're not really gonna see the, the aliveness and the energy and the life that you deserve, you'll never see it. Because you, you become so complacent in, into that false way of living that you've accepted it as your reality. And when you accept it as your reality, it becomes your life. So again, I say the choice is yours. Oh, so <laughs> um, next podcast, next time. Reframing the world for your power. Everyone has a desire, one desire in common, and that is to feel better. So if you want to feel better, tune in next time. And of course, I did mention my podcast and visit the, visit, uh, the website at uh, digitalvibenetwork.com. You can also support the show right there on the website. 
And I do have some merchandise. So if you want to wear some of the Vibe merch or, you know, get something, a, a, a coffee cup or a something, a pen, a, a pen or something like that. Any way you want to support the show, please do. It's appreciated. So, um, oh, and check out, like I said, check out the, the, my new YouTube channel, Revamped. Okay, recreated. That's what I call it. Yeah. So uh, you're going to love those videos. So. Um, and uh, like I said, learn, grow. It's about your life. It's a choice. So meet me here next time. We have a date on Mondays. Log me in, okay? <laughs> Into your busy time. See you later.